0: Hello, this is Strange Shenanigans. We're doing the strange news live today. I'm Stan. Uh, I'm Ashley. And uh we're here just to talk about all the weird stuff going on in the world. What do you got?
1: I got like way too much. It's overwhelming. When was the last time we did uh strange news?
0: Like a week ago. Okay,
1: well there's just too much crap happening, I guess. Uh, Most recently, which is pretty cool, NASA's new rover that's on Mars has found organic molecules on it. Ooh. Ooh. Almost life on Mars. It's not preserved matter from biological organisms, but the discovery is a boost to the rover's mission, finding signs of ancient life on mars so you know the whole trend where they were always looking for life on mars yeah well now we're looking for ancient life We're like, no, okay we're looking
0: for dead stuff
1: <laughs> that's not gonna work so let's look for some dead stuff <clears shit. throat>
0: i like that theory better <laughs> hey maybe they can actually keep their ancient aliens where they friggin' belong exactly. instead of like transposing <laughs> a bunch of bullshit on earth like oh the pyramids humans couldn't have built that even though we've all seen how humans did build it
1: so the rover has uh, given us some brand new pictures and researchers are going crazy because, you know, that's what researchers do, I guess. <laughs> so they found molecules on the Jezero, Jezero crater uh, that provides evidence of the planet's carbon cycles and its ability to host life. So the article does say discovery is by no means a confirmation that life once existed on Mars. But it's a sign that the conditions necessary for life did. So, there's a pretty good chance that while we don't have life on Mars, there was ancient life on Mars, which is pretty cool.
0: Okay, here we got another one. The uh, long lost ship found in the desert laden with gold. That's everybody's dream, right? Oh,
1: man. If I came across that, I don't know if I'd tell anyone. <laughs> right.
0: The discovery of a ship that disappeared 500 years ago was found in a desert in southwest Africa with gold coins aboard. It has been one of the most exciting archaeological finds in recent years. The uh, Bomb Jesus, the good Jesus, was a <laughs> Portuguese vessel that set sail from Lisbon, Portugal, on Friday, March 7th, 1533. Its fate was unknown until 2018 when its remains were discovered in the desert of Nambia during diamond mining operations near the coast of the African nation. When it sank in a fierce storm, it was on its way to India laden with treasure like gold and copper ingots, 2,000 pure gold coins and tens of thousands of pounds of copper ingots were discovered on the bomb Jesus, almost all intact. It is speculated that the bomb Jesus sank when it was pulled too close to shore in a storm off the coast of Nambia, causing the ship's hull to collide with a rock and lean over, capsizing the vessel. Damn rock. As the coastline waters receded, the Bomb Jesus reemerged in the desert. The condition that the ship was found in suggests that the storm caused the shipwreck was especially violent, although, an absence of human remains besides a few scattered bone fragments in the site suggests that the most of the crew on board survived the wreck or died at sea.
1: Right, I mean, it's 1500, okay. so. Uh, Dr. Noly,
0: the chief archaeologist of the Southern African Institute of Maritime Archaeological Research. Wow, that's a big ass title, guy. (laughs) Said recently the coastline was notorious for storms, so finding a shipwreck was hardly surprising. However, it was a week into the excavation that a treasure chest laden with gold was found with the coins indicating it had come from the Portuguese ship that had disappeared in 1533.
1: It's pretty cool that they could put all those details together. Right.
0: Yeah, it is, it is nuts.
1: History nerds. What? So if you live in Louisiana, apparently you were lucky because a fireball lit up your sky. On July 14th, a large fireball illuminated the early morning sky over Louisiana. And the possible meteor, not UFO guys working here. The possible meteor was caught on camera by a bunch of residents' security cameras. Your ring cameras are finally useful, <laughs> right? The American Meteor Society confirmed it received multiple reports of a fireball in the sky over southeastern Louisiana around 4:30 a.m. It was captured by home security cameras in Madisonville, Eunice, and Gretna. Sorry, I'm not from Louisiana, so bear with me. These are commonly caused meteors that are entering the Earth's atmosphere. Meteorologists said Friday morning's fireballs may have also been space debris burning up while descending. It so you're space trash.
0: full of shit. It's aliens. I
1: like to think that it was the space trash. Space trash. But that's pretty cool. I've never really been lucky to see a good meteor, just like your stereotypical, maybe a falling star, maybe not.
0: Yeah. Massive suns powered by darkness may have been spotted at the dawn of time. Three objects spotted lurking in the murk of the cosmic dawn could be powered by collisions between particles made not of normal star stuff, but of enigmatic material known as dark matter. Using data from the James Webb Space Telescope, a team of theoretical astrophysicists has determined that three galaxies named a bunch of letters and numbers (laughs) are consistent with what we might expect (laughs) if we were looking at a colossal single stars powered by dark matter heating rather than nuclear fission. According to Cosmin Il and Jillian Pullen of Colgate University and Catherine friese At the University of Texas, Austin, this model could help us understand the nature of dark matter and explain where the universe's abundance of supermassive black holes comes from. There are a lot of gaps in our knowledge of the universe, yeah, and dark stars could address a number of them. Firstly, there is dark matter. We don't know what dark matter is, but we know there's a lot more than the normal matter. That makes up pretty much everything we can see. From galaxies, black holes, to ants and biscuits, we know this because we see it's gravitational effects. As though there are just masses of, well, mass out there that we can't see or detect any other way. Another problem is that we've never actually seen the first stars that burned in the universe. We've seen evidence of them, but not the stars themselves. And then there are these supermassive black holes around which galaxies orbit. We don't know how these objects, millions of billions of the times the mass of the sun, get so huge. Finally, since in the commenced operations in July of 2022, uh, they have identified a large number of massive galaxies in the early universe. However, these galaxies became so large in a in such a short space of time since the Big Bang is a puzzle. Dark stars provide a neat solution. We n- now know what normal stars are giant balls of hydrogen and helium mostly with extremely hot pressurized cores where atoms are slammed together in nuclear fission that generates heat and light according to illy and his colleagues dark matter stars would be powered by dark annihilation instead yikes (laughs) one theory of dark matter is that it's self-annihilating when two dark matter particles collide they wipe each other out in a mutual destruction in a burst of heat and light
1: this is just feels like now we have to have a revival of the big bang theory right because sheldon left his research of dark matter yep and all that stuff that i don't understand now we Mm -hmm. have to have a resurgence it is time so have you heard about the brand new burger that burger king has come out with
0: is it a mammoth burger
1: oh it's not a mammoth burger and this you're not your weird fake chicken but real chicken but not real chicken chicken cell burger yeah this is a old cheese burger
0: oh i did this yeah, burger so i know it's
1: disgusting <laughs> this burger is in thailand so if you want to eat it you gotta go to thailand or just do it in your freaking kitchen you nut jobs but it has 20 slices of american cheese on a bun with no sauce, no meat, and they're selling this to make money. It's American cheese, it's not even cheddar. Like, it's, it's, not, just, it's not
0: even cheese.
1: Right, it's just a generic <laughs> yellow cheese. Social media apparently is going crazy, but I hadn't heard of it. It has no sauce, no pickles,
0: no vegetables. So now I'm like super interested, no vegetables. Yeah, but there's no meat. <laughs> there's no
1: meat. and the cheese is not even grilled or melted
0: (laughs) this is really this is just a really shitty cheese sandwich
1: (laughs) so this is in thailand and their slogan to like you know announce that they have it is not for fun this is for real it's three dollars and 15 (laughs) cents and it's described as a limited time offer (laughs) I know like I'm not kidding this is a special edition burger for three bucks that is not for fun it's for real (laughs) I know so we have to go all the way to Thailand but um it's supposed to be on the menu until July 20th because they extended it. So they said it was supposed to go away. And I don't have the date front of me when it was to go away. So Thailand, update me, I guess. But apparently they're going to have this on their menu until at least the 20th. <laughs> unless there's like some high demand.
0: <laughs> For 24 slices of freaking cheese.
1: I know. <laughs> so that's just amazing fun piece of strange news for you. And if you can't go to Thailand and get it, I'm going to tell you the recipe right now. So it's two pieces of bread. Sometimes the bread has sesame seeds, sometimes it doesn't. And then you have to unwrap 20 <laughs> pieces of that weird slimy cheese over and over and over again, stack it up, and it's, it's, it's not grilled. It's literally the
0: whole package of the
1: cheese. Yeah. and it's not grilled. So you just slap it on the red and eat it.
0: And that's worth four bucks, apparently. It is.
1: So you're welcome, guys. I just gave away the recipe. Burger King's going to come after me.
0: (laughs) Let's see what we got next.
1: What else is horribly happening in this world?
0: Oh, my God. Elon Musk launches AI startup and warns of Terminator Future. So he's like, hey, uh, these are eventually going to come and kill us all. But just so you know, I'm going to keep doing it anyway. Oh, friggin' comfort. Elon Musk has launched an artificial intelligence startup that will be pro-humanity. Shouldn't they all be pro-humanity?
1: pro-humanity?
0: As he said, the world needed to worry about the prospect of a Terminator future in order to avoid the most apocalyptic AI scenarios. Musk said XAI would seek to build a system that would be safe because it was maximally Curious? about humanity rather than having moral guidelines programmed to do it. So it's got no moral guidelines,
1: no moral guidelines, but but it'll be
0: curious about us. That's good. Um, from an AI safety standpoint, a maximally curious AI, one that is trying to understand the universe. Is I think going to be pro-humanity? He thinks it's going to be pro-humanity. He, thinks, pro-human. he's just like he doesn't know. He's just th- throwing spitballs. He's like, hopefully, this will come back and save us when the rest of the robots try and murder us. This is
1: just a little bit after we announced to you on Strange News that the robots told us that what the like the Geneva Convention that they were like, hey, we can do this better. Why are you ruining
0: this? Right. The, <laughs> so the world's wealthiest person, Mr. Musk was one of the signatories to a letter this year that called for a pause of building large AI models. And yet he's still fucking doing it. So yeah, all I'm getting out of this is rich people are crazy and will do anything to keep getting rich.
1: Elon Musk is like the real life (laughs) (laughs) supervillain.
0: He's even got a good name for it. I mean, mean, you could say Zuckerberg's a supervillain, but it's just such a shitty supervillain name. Zuckerberg. (laughs) Zuckerberg.
1: So, just recently, a uh, mystery alien-like creature, Baffle Scientist, looks exactly like the shape of a mermaid. Oh, I'm sure no. it does.
0: <laughs> Where are you getting this information from? Um, coast to uh, coast?
1: No, better <laughs> than
0: your post. <laughs> it's about the same.
1: So, the... Um, The mermaid shape thing, I guess, came to light via the Marine Biology Facebook group. Sorry, guys. (laughs) It's exactly like a mermaid shape, said Bobby Lee Oates, of the skeletal remains which she stumbled across walking along the beach in Keppel Sands, Queensland. We were driving along the beach looking for our campsite and couldn't help but notice how much the skull looked to be in the shape of a human's. The Aussie recalled, so we instantly stopped from the confusion as to what the hell this could be and why does it look like a human skull? I love that the first thing that is not here is like she called
0: 911. Right. Were, or whatever the ostrich alien <laughs> and be like, Oh, it must be a mer person. It's not some <laughs> strangulation victim or something. So accompanying photos the photos show
1: the apparent ocean enigma, which indeed boasts a dome-shaped humanoid skull and splayed out ribs that evoke the alien locks and a predator. So, it's just, it looks really weird.
0: I bet it does. Because it's probably a bunch (laughs) of mashed up animal parts that someone threw on the beach and be like, some idiot's going to think this is a mermaid. It's
1: six feet long, has a human head skull with a a long neck jawline jawline and hair similar to the color of a cow or kangaroo but with hair missing in many places due to decomposition
0: Ooh, delicious
1: she continued it was exactly like a mermaid shape but hairy because it seemed to have a tail or limb of some sort she said she was shocked over the human like resemblance i don't think it looks anything like a human personally we're passing around the picture. You can look this up in the New York Post. It's like their top headline right now. It just, just came out today. I don't think it looks like a human at all. I think it just looks icky.
0: <laughs> I, my, here's my guess. This is Australia, right? Yes. It's a dead kangaroo.
1: I can't. E- I don't know what a big it is.
0: fat tail that doesn't look like a mermaid tail that looks like a kangaroo tail
1: I don't even know what like a dead kangaroo that's been decomposed would let's google like. dead kangaroo <laughs> <laughs> but um I don't know what's really bothering me on this is that she took the picture and posted it on Facebook and nowhere in this New York Post article it says like she called the wild like whatever Australian wildlife <laughs> is or the police and she thought it was a person but I mean, Australia has to have like the wildlife, you know, protection equivalent that we yeah. do, right? Yeah. So, like
0: inland fishery. Yeah. Wildlife, yeah. So, I would imagine. I don't
1: know. But it does say, like, in tiny, tiny letters at the bottom of the article, right before the ads come up, because it's in New York Post, right? It's yeah. all ads. It says, scientists believe the remains belong to a marine mammal of sorts. But that's it.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, Ashley, look at this. <laughs> Kangaroo.
1: Oh, it totally could be a See, kangaroo!
0: what did I say? <laughs> okay, what do we got?
1: I want to think we have mermaids among us, but it does look like a kangaroo.
0: Congressman says government has known of UFOs since 1897, warns of a cover-up.
1: woo woo! I what? love a good cover-up.
0: And that's the whole article, Ashley.
1: that's all you got for us
0: it's a, it's a video you gave me a, a lame duck there Holmes you're gonna play it for the people yeah make sure your volume's up why not you gotta get through the some ad for is the government involved in a cover-up to prevent the American people from learning the truth about aliens? One congressman sitting on the House Oversight Committee says yes, the Pentagon is working to keep its intel on UFOs a secret. Congressman Tim Burkett of Tennessee says he's seen UFO footage himself in classified settings that hasn't been released publicly, describing it in a recent podcast interview with Event Horizon as technology not from this planet. Take a listen.
1: They could turn us into a charcoal briquette. If they can travel light years <laughs> or at the speeds that we've seen and the, um, and defy physics as huh? we know it. Fire? Fly underwater.
0: Fly. You uh, see, fly. Uh, you really got a southern <laughs> accent, Ashley.
1: Things like that. Then we are, um, uh, we are vastly, uh, you know, wow. we're out of our, we're out of our league. We can't handle it. Right now, the
0: house
1: over. <laughs> there you go. So, Tam, I would like to invite
0: you to Strange Shenanigans. Right. Apparently, he's going we on podcast Why is he not on our podcast?
1: Everything
0: I want to hear in your very thick accent about how the aliens are going to turn us into charcoal briquettes and that they can fly.
1: I couldn't. I, I thought he was saying maybe fire. I didn't know we were getting fly. Know. So,
0: I mean, that, I feel like that that that's not it's not news anymore. Random people can say stuff like that, you know, from positions of authority. But what I want to know is, when is his his sex scandal going to come out that he's trying to, you know, overshadow? (laughs) Because that that didn't seem very informative to me. I mean, if he's seen these documents, share them with the rest of us, please.
1: He says that we can't handle them.
0: We can't handle them because, you know, the guy who compares, you know, genocide to being turned into a briquette is you know the end all be all of wisdom in america yeah
1: absolutely well if you don't if you're really scared about this or whatever don't worry because national geographic just released that this toad can get you high really really high that's the headline really really high poachers have taken notice
0: i bet they have
1: as people turn to psychedelic drugs to treat depression and anxiety which don't work guys
0: yeah Seriously. don't do that that's not good for you yeah uh,
1: <laughs> desert toad has become a target of poachers who milk them ew I milking know. toads so poachers are after this poor toad and he's known as the toad, the toad. and he pops <laughs> out i know <laughs> He pops out from his underground burrow at the first hint of rain from a North American monsoon. He he just exists there and if they disappear we would become impoverished, the locals say. But poachers are going after this toad to milk them (laughs) and then they sell what they milk kind of like on the black market as just a new drug. So He's psychedelic because he has, like, this weird I don't, thing that comes out of him, I guess, when you milk him, called 5 me dmt It's so mind-blowing that it's called the God Gene of Enlightenment.
0: How, how long before we start seeing signs in front of stores and on the highway <laughs> that say legalized toad milking?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Others describe it as a ride on a rocket ship into the void, which sounds horrible. Yeah, doesn't
0: sound pleasant at all.
1: I guess cultural interest in these poor toads started in the 60s, well, rose yeah. again in the 1990s, mm-hmm. kind of fell off the wayside, and now he's making like a whole new He's slash. making a comeback. He is, he's making a comeback. He's an hallucinogenic, and they're pretty expensive. But they're also expensive because people in Mexico will milk these toads and have a pricey retreat they will administer what they milk from the toads and give you an emotional spiritual retreat
0: oh okay
1: yeah so poor froggies but watch they're out toads.
0: they're not frogs I,
1: okay poor Sheesh. toads but yeah they just they milk them
0: but this, <laughs> how many more times are you
1: gonna say because i just like them? how do you how do you milk a toad
0: I don't know. I don't really want like, to, Like, do no. you put
1: it in a juicer? Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, that's how they do it. And this National Geographic article, toad. because
1: it's National Geographic, it says you're going to under a seven-minute read. So I can't get into all these details, but I can tell you that it does not tell me how they milk the toad. <laughs> well,
0: maybe that's because they're trying to prevent future toad milking. <laughs>
1: they, like, don't want us to know how easy it is.
0: <laughs> all you gotta do is poke its nose and it squirts out. <laughs> it's
1: just just really bothering me like who first who first milked the toe to find out like the history's not there it's a seven minute read about mexico really but it doesn't tell me anything about the toe till the end
0: DC's UFO lobbyist on alien spacecraft claims. This thing is getting ready to blow sky high. I love that we have UFO lobbyists now.
1: How do I get the job? How can I be a UFO lobbyist? Are they like taking applications?
0: I don't know. This is the guy you're gonna contact <laughs> with. It's been a busy few weeks for Stephen Bassett, Washington's veteran UFO lobbyist. Early last month, an ex US intelligence official who once worked with the Department of Defense, unidentified aerial phenomenon task force, went public with claims that the federal government has recovered non-human spacecraft. Yes! The former official, David Grushk, does not claim to have seen this crashed spacecraft himself. Of course he didn't. Of course he didn't see it himself. Rather, (laughs) in an interview with the debrief, he said that he had heard accounts of their existence over the course of his work. So, he heard a tall tale. Fantastic. And in an interview with News Nation, Grushk, went even further well naturally when you recover something that's either landed or crashed he said sometimes you encounter dead pilots and believe it or not as fantastical as that sounds it's true a pentagon spokesperson told abc news that the uap task force has not discovered any verifiable information of substance
1: but they always tell us that they've been
0: saying that since the 50s not
1: buying it Bush claims
0: meanwhile according to vanity fair a number of other news organizations Blah blah blah, were approached with Grusk's allegations but did not publish them. But for Bassett, who has spent more than two decades trying to get official Washington to take uh UFO issues seriously, Grusk's claims are monumental. I mean, Jesus Christ, Bassett says, <laughs> This thing is getting ready to blow sky high. I mean, how do you get that from this information that everybody's intentionally <laughs> taking seriously?
1: I love this. So, Bass, that you are invited to strange shenanigans. Just give us a call or an email. What's our email again?
0: Uh, the Strange Show.
1: The Strange Show at gmail.com or just find us on Twitter. Everyone right. has us on Twitter. We want you on here like so bad.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, if you're hanging out in China, you might have heard that they just discovered a red fairy like creature found in a mountain pond.
0: Does does this one eat the other one too? I know
1: all these species. Like the friggin'
0: salamander they found in China that just lives in the mud until it sees another salamander and then mauls it to death. (laughs) It's like, mmm, delicious. But
1: it's another brand new species. I know.
0: Okay, what is it? So
1: they found it in a pond in Miltang Meadow in Patatio National Park. And they published the findings in Zookies. It's a new crustacean. It lives in small shallow areas and it's a type of like i don't know like fairy shrimp, <laughs> fairy shrimp. <laughs> it's that's called awesome. a shangri-la fairy shrimp that's the name that he decided to give it it's weird looking and adorable it's 0.3 inches long has a red body large eyes and the female species is bigger and has a reddish brown coloring. They like to swim on their back. They have a dark brown stripe down the length of its body. Kind of looks like it's, you know, spine, but I'm no scientist, I guess. (laughs) But uh, it's like creepy and cute and icky all at the same time.
0: It looks like a shrimp.
1: Oh, but it's a fairy shrimp. Sure. Fairy shrimps.
0: I feel like they do this intentionally. They like they're like, oh, it's a it's this cute thing. We're going to give it a cute name to draw you in and then it's just an ugly ass shrimp.
1: <laughs> it's not an ugly ass shrimp, but yeah, it's it's ugly. It's unsettling, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Doesn't sit well in the stomach region. <laughs> <You know? laughs> not something you want to make into a gumbo.
1: <laughs> but coming to a shelf near you, knowing right. China, we'll be eating it in no time.
0: Okay, this is from the Navy Times resting place of sunken world war ii carrier identified 78 years later the wreckage site of uh, a world war ii u.s navy escort carrier was identified monday by the naval history and heritage Command's underwater archaeological branch bringing a semblance of closure to the crew of the ship that dipped beneath the waves 78 years ago uss amani bay cve-79 was transiting the sulu Sea near the philippines on the evening of january 4th 1945 when it came under attack by a twin engine aircraft flown by a japanese kamikaze pilot Uh, of course the ship's captain uh captain howard l young had just opted to install extra guards on the deck as a precautionary measure against such attacks but the effort proved futile the incoming aircraft with no which no sailors spotted until it was too late, slammed into the Casablanca-class escort carrier's starboard side, erupting its two attached bombs and igniting a conflagration on the ship's flight deck, where a slew of aircraft had not yet been degassed were assembled. The second bomb exploded close to the starboard side after rupturing the fire main on the second deck and passing through the hangar deck. Other ships rushed to pull aside the Big O and assist with the fires, but were quickly beaten back by the searing heat as the gasoline and bomb fueled Inferno spread. Uh, An even more dire issue arose. The ship's torpedo warheads could explode. At 5.45 p.m., 45 minutes after the plane tore into the carrier, the order to scuttle the Omni Bay was issued by Vice Admiral. Jesse B. Oldernroff, the top officer aboard the adjacent Fletcher class destroyer, the USS Burns. Joe Cooper, a sailor aboard the uh the Omni, recalled desperately awaiting rescue in the water after abandoning ship. There was sharks looking looked like men were climbing on each other's shoulders to get out of the water, Cooper told the Veterans History Museum of the Carolinas. I remembered from Guadalcanal, we saw a submarine's periscope. We fired a torpedo. I ran back there and saw oil slicks. It was a cargo ship and sunk it. It was our first submarine. I'd seen men get pulled under by sharks and ate up at Guadacanal. After Guadacanal, they told us, if you ever hit the water, don't kick or nothing, because the sharks will come after you. Yeesh. Yeah.
1: Not how I want to live.
0: No. I'm pretty happy being terrifying. by lakes. Right.
1: Goodness gracious. How many more we got? Oh, We got plenty. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um if you are a big fan of snakes
0: the they just caught milk. a new
1: one that's as long as a giraffe is tall
0: gross Ooh,
1: it's so adorable <laughs> it's scary as hell like it could eat you so a record-breaking burmese python was just caught in florida the other day freaking florida right it is 19 feet long it's the longest ever recorded it was caught by local hunters in south florida's big national preserve and to put a catch into perspective the snake is as long as an adult giraffe is tall it was caught monday by 22 year old jake wellary who brought the python to a conservatory and it is 19 feet long 125 pounds and it set a new record for its length okay it is 125 pounds like this snake this python Weighs like as much as a normal adult yeah
0: it's
1: terrifying so um he shared his catch on instagram and in the video it shows the python lunging at him
0: oh i i saw a part of the video today i didn't realize that's what it was so
1: this is the beautiful snake Yikes. Uh, i know and others had to join in to help peel the snake off of them hunting so i don't know if he's gonna keep hunting these pythons <laughs> but i i wouldn't It was killed because it's an invasive species in Florida. Sorry, guys. And the state permits hunters and residents to humanely catch and kill the snakes to prevent them from wreaking havoc on the ecosystem, which, as we all know, they have, like, totaled the ecosystem. Oh, yeah. They're horrible in Florida. Burmese pythons are already one of the largest snakes on the planet. And the invasive species has been running rampant through southern Florida. But this one has... Yeah, this is cut the cake. This Look at the head on that thing. That is huge. This is massive over there. No thank you at all. Okay. I don't... It would not make a good pet.
0: A former Pennsylvania inmate believes Burnham Escape was an inside job. Ooh,
1: that's exciting. In
0: Warren, Pennsylvania, almost a week after Pennsylvania inmate Michael Burnham escaped from jail, a former inmate of the Warren uh county prison accused berm's escape of being an inside job the former inmate who asked to remain anonymous over concerns of retaliation served eight <laughs> months at the uh, Pennsylvania prison last year he told news nation that based on his experience at the jail it's almost impossible for berm to collect and store blankets without someone noticing I feel like it was given to him I feel like it had to have been an inside job the former inmate said I'm not a worker and I can't I'm not a worker and I can't c- honestly say i know for a fact but i can tell you uh limited to supplies you're limited to certain things they said that the uh recreation which is on the roof of the prison had security cameras but no staff despite saying the prison is not facing staff shortages burnham was reportedly in the caged-in room with three other inmates uh eagleston said corrections officers on duty that night were not sleeping on the job or looking the other way but rather They knew within seconds that Burnham was making a getaway. They were just too slow to stop him. (laughs) The Warren Police Department is conducting a criminal investigation, and it hasn't been ruled out that Burnham may have received some help from within the jail to make his escape. The uh, Pennsylvania State Police have uh, conducted interviews with people all week, and they've also learned there was a drone flying over the prison just minutes before Burnham escaped. They said they weren't sure if the prison's person flying the drone was doing it recreationally or if it's somehow connected to berm's escape plan
1: but it's a it's a prison why would you yeah. not check that out
0: so uh, law enforcement has also been actively interrogating potential accomplices berm 34 broke out of warren county prison last thursday night uh is still on the loose he is known to be a survivalist with military training who's prepared to withstand the elements and conceal, conceal himself Investigators said that uh, based on the information they have, they believe Berm is still in the area and that he is armed. Uh, Ch- Chituga District Attorney Jason Schmidt said Burn could be anywhere, and the longer he is out there, the wider the search perimeter becomes. I think the world nature of the area gives a lot of opportunities for someone to hide out. You know, we're not in the middle of winter, Schmidt said. More than 200 local state and federal officers from 15 different agencies have been searching the ground surrounding the prison. They expanded the search area on Wednesday, hoping to cover more ground, while drones, helicopters have uh, provided coverage. I hope he's very uncomfortable where he's at. I hope he understands how hard we will push, how many talented people, (laughs) and how many resources we're bringing to put him back in prison. He should be uncomfortable with the manhunt that's going on. As I said, we will catch him. The uh, U.S. Marshal Service is one of the federal agencies involved in the search uh, for uh, Western District of Pennsylvania. Stephen Eberle spoke exclusively on News Nation about the manhunt and how dangerous Burham is. We do believe he is getting some assistance. We're working this actively and aggressively, and we're putting all resources we have in the U.S. Marshal Service behind this investigation. Uh, Michael Burrow is definitely a dangerous individual. He is very desperate right now. And we wouldn't put that there's something. We're certainly being cautious of all of our officers. Deputies involved in the search have been advised to use extreme caution while searching for Burham. So
1: all I hear is new Netflix documentary coming out soon. Right. But I think it's going to be a while till they catch this guy. Because the last manhunt they did, that was a prison escape. That took them like a while and it was winter.
0: Yeah, it, it all depends on how much help they have, really.
1: Took a while. So, in our latest news, are you addicted to your phone? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone here in this room? Lizard Man's here listening. He might be addicted to his phone. Lizard Man, you want to hop in? I have a question for you. So, if you lost your phone and blamed me for it, what would you do? Nothing, I- Well, this man hacked his friend to death over his missing phone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So police and BAME are holding a 25-year-old man after he allegedly hacked to death his neighbor on suspicion that he stole his phone.
0: That's insane. (laughs) Over a tiny piece of black plastic.
1: I know. According to the location, Chief Richard... The suspect, Amos (can't pronounce your last name), quietly crept into the house where the 36-year-old was being hosted by a friend on Monday night. Then hacked him to death using a penga. Did I say that right? Let me see it. Penga, penga.
0: Where is it?
1: Right there. Oh. Using a penga.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. yeah, I guess, Well, know what the fuck that's a what pinga pinga he used. Is.
1: The suspect and the deceased were known to be friends they move around together they visit each other's families but he succumbed to the deep cuts unfortunately he was cut in the head hands and both legs he was rushed to the hospital unfortunately and
0: uh yeah peng is a pretty intense machete
1: oh so if you ever have like a concern that you might be addicted to your phone i think you should get help now because this man (laughs) hacked his friend over his telephone i know right
0: okay so (laughs) india is ready to sell cruise missiles to russia yay awesome (laughs) India arms company BrahMos Aerospace has declared it wants to sell BrahMos cruise missiles to Russia, according to the CEO, Atul Dinkar rainy In an interview that with the, uh, we, the BrahMos uh, Aerospace CEO, said that uh, they have been continuously looking at Russia as a market for their missiles. We've been continuously looking at Russia as a market for Brahmos, and if they had purchased it then, they would have had a lot of things to use in the current situation. Oh my god! In murdering Ukrainian citizens, is what they mean. (laughs) Because apparently, no matter what Russia uses, they can't hit shit except for civilians. The uh, company's CO says that after the ongoing situation in Europe ends, the company might get some orders from Russia, especially for air-launched cruise missiles. Oh jeez. Right? Uh, According to U.S.-based arms control association the missiles range is between 300 and 500 kilometers that's 186 to 310 miles may it capable of hitting islamabad from northern india launch pad Ooh! in addition early in march 2022 One senior Pakistani official told routers that the missile also has a potential nuclear-armed variant.
1: Oh, my goodness. Still, there
0: is no evidence that such a version is currently in service. Oh, this is horrible. Right? (laughs)
1: This comes right at at the time that today I was reading the news because I so smart. And Biden, as incoherent as he is, was going around Europe talking about the potential to launch a now cold war a brand new cold war oh yeah
0: let's talk about that, right
1: and i'm just like what do you mean launch like we're gonna launch this why do you why do we want to be the blame for this but apparently it's a it's a good time i just i don't know so did you know that a majority of americans believe the government is hiding ufo information yep ah uh, And a new survey that was just released a couple days ago 57% of US voters think there's more to the UFO cover up news story. According to Newsweek, it found out that almost three out of five Americans think the government is hiding information about UFOs. But 21% of Americans that were surveyed said they didn't think anything was being hidden from the public <laughs> then, then like obviously
0: you're an idiot if you 21%. don't the anything come
1: you. on now work with me here this comes at a time where the government has begun mm-hmm. investigate reports of ufos or uaps because they changed the name for the stigma i guess we're yeah. still getting all of that and they now have a task force that is following our UFOs and UAPs and people are still saying that maybe so 34% of people that were also surveyed by Newsweek say that they believe everything the government is telling us about UFOs when it comes to like they're here and stuff so we'll see but come on guys UFOs are real just believe us there was just some ufo witnesses oh man so in villas new jersey a ufo witness says a black suv was following a secret aircraft jersey A weird encounter was reported to the National UFO Reporting Center. That's a thing. You all should be using it. (laughs) The incident report eventually took place in Villas, New Jersey. The unidentified witness claims he had the UFO encounter on March 5th, 2023. Said he and his wife were returning from a trip to the store when they stopped at the intersection of Bayshore Road and Eastwood Ave. We saw a low-flying aircraft that was dropping a red glowing object of sorts after watching for a few seconds it started moving toward the bayside i put my window down and didn't hear anything unusual it was at that point that things got a little weird he said we continued to watch it as we turned down our street which was only two blocks away i tried taking a photo A black vehicle rushed behind me and started flashing high beams and tailgating me. After the aircraft started to drift more to the left side, leaving our line of sight, the black vehicle turned down left on one of the crossroads in the neighborhood following the aircraft. So no one's confirmed what the big object in the sky was, but the witness provided a drawing to the news and said in his drawing the aircraft looks way bigger than the moon which were used for scale but taking in the fact that it was only about seven stories high in the air it's kind of hard to scale the aircraft accurately i don't mean to uh criticize his artist but he did kind of make it look like a ding dong
0: i don't know what kind of ding dongs (laughs) you're playing with but that doesn't look like anything like a ding dong
1: kind of does so nothing's been released but this guy's <laughs> this guy's coming to the news trying to figure out what the heck happened anyone else been followed by a black suv not I'm, recently not recently
0: Yeah.
1: so i don't know if you see a ufo up there someone might be tailing you we'll have to see
0: seen black uh suv since goldstone
1: Ooh. yeah
0: accidentally cl- crossed into a Goldstone's property while uh uh working at, uh, at the National Training Center in Fort Irwin and uh five giant black SUVs pulled up up to our military Humvees and they drew MP4s and aimed them <laughs> at us and told us to get the fuck off their property.
1: So you can confirm that black SUVs really is the choice for those going after people who have seen aliens, right?
0: I don't know about aliens, but I nobody really knows what uh Goldstones used for. They do this whole yeah, bu- we do. they do this whole bullshit fake tour thing where they're like, oh, it's a Soviet era listening post, but then they don't ever show anybody. Uh, any of the stuff that's still actively going on out in the desert. They just show the one old ass satellite array dish, and they're (laughs) like, yeah, this is all we're doing. Don't pay attention to all this other shit out here.
1: They're doing plenty. Yeah, right. That's all the strange news we have for you. I hope it was weird and a variety (laughs) enough for you. If you like what you hear, follow us on Twitter at The Strange Show, and tell us some new strange news, because... get lazy and don't want to research everything some of the work for us
0: and there's some of that local stuff out there that we're never gonna see
1: we need local news guys like most recently here in lincoln a woman got arrested for stealing whoopie pie right which led to drug charges and other (laughs) fun stuff but only in lincoln maine find us on twitter at the strange show and find us on patreon at strange shenanigans and get free stuff if you give us money but you think it's free see you on the strange side